Hello and welcome to Spirited Conversation. My name is Pastel Sparkles. And it's me, Lemon. And we've got the... Parisian. Parisian. I knew that. Uh I was... Just nailed it. Um, This drink smells amazing and I really, really, really want to try it. And I think this is our last prohibition drink isn't it yeah this is the last episode of our prohibition themed cocktail month but by no means is it going to be our last prohibition drink because oh there are God, so no. many good drinks made during the prohibition yeah yeah uh and we also just got the savoy cocktail book yeah we mentioned it last podcast and it is finally in our hot little hands it actually came the next day yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right it did <laughs> So we've had it for about a week now and we've been looking through and seeing, I guess, what the fill-in kind of last episode would be for this month. And we found something that we could make pretty easy that wasn't going to cost us $150 to get extra items. (laughs) So (laughs) I think a lot of things have changed. So, you know, some people record podcasts and stuff like a week in advance, like a few days in advance from when it's released. So we record these the night before they come out. Yeah. But still, we are subject to things changing at the point of release. Uh, I think last week we were talking about how we had just gone into a a strict COVID lockdown with Adelaide. Well, about an hour after the episode came out, that was lifted. Yeah. And however, today, I don't know, maybe that's going to change again because things have rechanged. Things are confusing. We're just going with the flow, really. (laughs) Uh, I mean... Okay, this episode might be a little wild. I definitely want to talk about that, but I do also really want to try the drink first. Oh, yes, Before let's we do, do that. anything, this has got gin, blackcurrant liqueur, and Lillette Blanc in it. All right, we're we giving it a taste. Let's go. That is very strong blackcurrant. That is a very sh- It's It's not like a knock-you-over blackcurrant or anything like that, but it definitely overpowers... Everything Any other flavor. Else. I think if I were to make that again, I would make it half strength. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or so add this was, something else. This was equal parts blackcurrant liqueur, gin, and we use Lillette Blanc, but you can use like a vermouth. Yeah. And yeah, that's just blackcurrant. Yeah. I'm also, this is just my speculation, and I am almost certainly wrong. I think that our Lillette Blanc might be old it might be getting too old we've kept it in the fridge since we opened it but i'm thinking we need to get one of those uh like deoxygenator things where you take the oxygen out between uses because it is a fortified not a fortified uh it's a wine aperitif so Mm. they don't last forever so yeah I i have a funny feeling it might be slowly getting out of date but that's okay I thought it would be more noticeable then if it was... <laughs> oh, I think that might be the uncomfy taste. I don't think that's okay. the black currant. Anyway, <laughs> what I was going to say about the the lockdown in Adelaide, the reason why our restrictions were lifted, for those in Adelaide, you're, you already definitely know this. It turns out one of the people of the 15 cases that we got pretty much straight away, they said that they had just gone to the Woodville Pizza Bar, which was the site of many cases and picked up a pizza and left so they thought that if anyone came in contact with someone who was positive there was a hundred percent chance that you would get it instead of maybe a 30 percent chance and just from being in a place for like you know no more than two minutes to pick up a pizza but then it turned out that 
they actually worked at the pizza bar, but they were uh, like not officially working there and they were receiving cash in hand for their job. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. So then they, they didn't say that they worked there because they didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, one thing led to another. A lot of people got angry and stuff, but at least we've worked that out. Yeah. So these new cases, the two new cases are saying that they only went there to pick up pizza. So then that would reaffirm those things that we originally thought, which might put us into a second lockdown after a week. Actually, thankfully, though, I think it's only been one of the new cases that we received. Yeah. Um, uh, was from the pizza bar. Right. Either way, it can't have been from picking up pizza unless they all of a sudden had 24-hour service, which they don't. So Yeah, that was confusing. There's definitely something else going on there. You know, I guess uh, after our mobster episode, I am definitely feeling a bit more of a conspiracy going on there. There might be some dirty deals done dirt cheap. There could be Nessie going back to the Halloween one. You never know. You never know. I'm not saying anything, but I'm also saying everything. Yeah. But it's allegedly, so you can't, you can't, can't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so because this is the Parisian and it is a prohibition themed drink, today's episode topic is kind of going to be like a where would you like to travel in the world episode. The Parisian is a international drink. And what a lot of bartenders did during the prohibition to continue practicing as a mixologist and things like that and working with alcohol is they immigrated to lots of different countries where there was no prohibition. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the places that we would like to go. You know, if if we were told what we like to do was now prohibited, where would we go to continue to do our things that we want to do? And then some fun touristy shit on the side. Oh, mostly fun mostly touristy fun shit. T- <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, now, this is going to be a little differently weighted, I suppose, in experience because you've done a lot of travel. No, I haven't. Uh, a lot more than me. I've been overseas once. So have I. I th- what? Yeah. I thought you've been overseas a lot more. No way. I've only been one time. Okay, I- but you went to live in another country. Uh, the intention was to live, yeah. Yeah, well, for you, two months. <laughs> that's still a lot more than me. All right, you're more cultured than me, um, so I guess the purpose of the trip is different. It wasn't a holiday, but yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to <laughs> look. I have very little knowledge on anything. The only place I've been is the most Australian place in the world, Bali, <laughs> and um, yeah. So that that's my overseas experience. But you know, I've 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 got. I've got dreams, man. Yeah. I want to go to places. I want to do things. But like, okay, we, let's say we can't make content here. Yeah. Can't do, can't do streams. Can't make podcasts. First place, where do you want to go? Where's the main place that you want to go? The place on the top of my list, this is going to sound so boring. So the only place I've been outside of Australia officially is France. And I want to go back there. So... I didn't have to do any research for this on things to do there because I know exactly what I would want to do if I went there. When I was there back in 2013, I was in Normandy. So, you know, massive province for anything war-related. 
the Western Front site is Normandy. But there's lots of experiences that I didn't have while I was on that trip because I was there for school. So I was studying French in France and the city that I stayed in, Rouen, is one of the most beautiful smallish towns that I've ever been to ever. And I know I haven't really been to that many, but I would go back there in a, in a hot second. But one of the things that I missed out on during my trip because I cut my trip early was Mont Saint-Michel, which is an island just off of Normandy or the mainland that is like has a castle town on it. Um, it's the site that inspired the Tangled Castle, like the that kind of yeah. big hill castle town. <gasps> that sounds amazing. Yeah. So my class went there and they stayed there for a weekend. And I'm really jealous because it's, it's incredibly beautiful. It's very, very old. And like old architecture is really my thing. I just love seeing old buildings, rundown buildings, things that are still operational or not. I will take anything. <laughs> Thank you very much. So that's like one thing I really regret not seeing and I would love to see. But other than that, I would love to go all over France because I only went to the northern part of France and I never got to see the west, the east, though, you know, I mean, there's wine regions everywhere, but there are, you know, I would love to go to Bordeaux and I'd love to go to the south of France, of course, get warm and tanned. That sounds delightful. <laughs> but I know the most about northern France because I went there. Yeah, there's lots of things that I really regret not seeing. But it's beautiful. I would recommend France to anyone. If I could go to Paris again, I would go to Versailles because I never got to see Versailles. That's another thing on our Paris trip that we didn't get to do because <laughs> we just didn't have enough time. Uh, but we went to Disneyland and that's what's most important. Mm. <laughs> Where dreams are born. Exactly. <laughs> Is this what dreams are made of? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy McGuire told us and yeah. I lived it. <laughs> Shout out, Lizzie. Shout out, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> she said it in Rome, but let's, you know. Ah, uh, potato, potato. <laughs> so, yeah, so France is definitely on my list of places that I do want to go. Mm. Just to go see all the, like, I've, I've heard and I've seen pictures of, like, friends that have been, and there's been, like, rolling hills of wheat and just, you know, windmills, and it just, like, it looks like it's out of you know, like make believe. Yeah. And and that that would just blow my mind to be able to go see. However, on the very tippity top of my list, this is gonna be a big surprise to everyone, <laughs> uh, is gonna be Scotland. Mm-hmm. Such a surprise. <laughs> I know, right? I should have checked that you were sitting down first. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, Scotland. One of the main things I want to do in Scotland, again, big surprise, make sure you're sitting down is I want to go on whiskey tours and, like, you know, scotch tours to all the distilleries and everything like that. Watching, what was his, Ron? Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Uh, why, was I, why was I blanking on his last name? Ron Swanson. <laughs> Watching him go to, like, Lagavulin across the, oh, my God, like, yeah. dream. That, oh. Anyway, so that. But I also want to go all across Scotland. There's places where... Very, very, very long time ago, of course, around like the, you know, the old Hundred Years Wars and stuff like that was when people would have small walls set up and that was like your garrisons and your mm. defense walls. And it would be so amazing to go see all of that stuff. 
and I, I'm pretty sure I think it's mostly intact still. There's like a fence or a, a stone wall that almost spans the entire length of Scotland, what? like across it, uh, which was during the wars, like that's what they would man and protect. Mm. And it's just like, it's crazy to think of how long ago that was. And that's what they had made. And, you know, just castles and just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on that same boat. And that's why you got me really excited about, you know, the tangled castle island. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd love to be able to go see all of that stuff, but also go see all of that stuff while drinking scotch. Yeah, I I don't know why it completely blanked on me that there would be such a thing as like a whiskey tour. Yeah. That oh yeah, so go cool. to all the old distilleries and hear the, you know, the stories behind it all. And you know, there was one thing that uh fun fact started as superstition but ended up being scientifically proven recently which was hey go people of days past when people said oh you know this is our big copper still and this is how we make our whiskey and scotch and everything like that and this dent where you know someone fell over and banged into the side of it you know that adds flavor and that flavor is unique <laughs> to us oh my god and so that was the thing so when they had to replace the stills they would bring in the new still and sit it next to the old still and bang it up and put dents in it to match the old still because they were like, oh, yes, each scratch and dent tells a story and adds to our flavor of our scotch and our whiskey. And it has actually been proven to be correct. <laughs> For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. Like, as far-fetched as it sounds, it still doesn't quite surprise me. Mm. Yeah, because what happens is when it's evaporating and distilling, it's getting caught in little pockets and, and bouncing off and off so certain areas that are inside from the dents. Yeah. And that is changing the flavor. Mm. So they used to do it superstitiously and, you know, they'll get a new still in. They're like, oh, it's not the same. It's maybe because we need to dent it up. And anyway, it turns out that that's true. Wow. But, yeah, I think there would just be so much history behind that. And, mm. and well, you know, as you know, like I do medieval fighting, dress up as a canite. And, um, <laughs> I can know. <laughs> Why didn't I see that coming? <laughs> like I set it up for everything and I still didn't see it coming. Oh. Anyway, but seeing all the castles and, you know, everything back from that period and, you know, going to museums and seeing yeah. artifacts that would be... Found it. It just oh sets my heart a flutter. It does. <laughs> I wish you'd seen Outlander now, because then you could also have a little added bit of ooh ooh, ooh Scotland, <laughs> Scotland in the days of old ooh ooh. Anyway, that's where that train of thought went. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of cheeky thirst added to the to the podcast. It wouldn't be right without it. Wait, is Outlander the the, the naughty nana? Show? Yeah, so I've oh. described Outlander to to Lennon <laughs> as spicy nana television program. It's it is kind of a nana program because it's kind of historical drama, but there's a bit of spice, you know. It's kind of like the Fifty Shades of Grey, but nana edition, where it's tasteful but also spicy. I'm trying to think of why that first came up because I hadn't seen it, but now I remember it's because when the you... <laughs> car that we bought is yeah. a Mitsubishi Outlander. Yeah. And shout out 
friend oh boy she had said oh yeah like like was bringing up something about the outlander show mm. and i was like what i don't and then we saw it when we went to the shops once as a box set yeah and i was like is this the one that and you're like oh yeah that's like spicy nana <laughs> like <laughs> And the person behind the register <laughs> lost their shit. At <laughs> and they're like, why is that so accurate? <laughs> you know, it's it's tough to be so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you take it in stride yeah. and modest too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing as we're kind of in Europe, I thought I would continue that kind of where I would like to go uh, in terms of travel. And I am going somewhere where I think is very expected of me. I want to go to the Greek islands. <laughs> and it's not because of Assassin's Creed. I'll stop you there. I'll stop you thinking those thoughts. Put them back in your head hole. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to go to Greece because my some of my family's from there. And for a... For a few years, my family would go on trips there. So, like, my stepdad's family's Greek and he has sisters that are all over the world. One's in New Zealand, a few in Canada, and in the States there's some family. So, one time a year-ish, they'd all meet each other in Greece, which is so cute. And they went last year, and for some reason I wasn't invited. I'm I'm not heard about it. Um, you don't sound it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they went everywhere that I really desperately wanted to go. So they started in Athens, I'm pretty sure. And there are there are tons of things I'd like to do in Athens, but all of them relate to old ruins and things like that. Like I want to see Acropolis. I want to see all of these things that I've seen you know, in both games and in literature. I want to experience them. I want to see the Oracle of Delphi. I want to see, you know, the Temple of Artemis. I want to see all these things. But the cool thing about Greece is that there's temples to all the gods in all of the places, pretty much. So no matter where you go, there is some kind of temple to someone. But the island that I want to go to the most and was my parents' favorite is Naxos which I became a massive fan of both from their like photos from their trip, but also from Assassin's Creed. I knew it. <laughs> it is the, it was said at least to be the island of Dionysus, the god of wine and pleasure and things like that, because the, the land is so fertile. So they make mass of olives, wine and citrus. So there's just, like, vineyards everywhere and, like, tons of just, yeah, fruits and things like that all over Naxos. But it just is looks beautiful. One of the really cool attractions in Naxos is the massive marble portrait frame, which is just a ruin. And all I can think of when I see half of these ruins is who thought to put that there? <laughs> because the at least the frame, it just looks so funny. It's the potara. And it's just on the, like on the edge of the island so it's looking out onto the ocean which would be incredibly beautiful and i'm sure there's about you know a million photos on instagram of people taking photos through the photo frame um, original yeah but like i want to do that too god damn it yeah. <laughs> much like most of the greek islands there are like the 
the blue and white kind of buildings and things like that. I know that's really, really typical of Santorini and things like that. But there's Old Town of Naxos, which is like kind of a big marketplace. And it's just beautiful. It's like windy roads and all of those kinds of buildings, like not just houses and things like that, that's full of color and art. And it just looks gorgeous. Like I just want to, it just looks vibrant and I want to be a part of it. It feels like a, a good atmosphere. But apart from that, yeah, all of the ruins and things on the on the island, I, I just love architecture. I love it in any form. I want to take many a photo. I want to experience culture and think about the way things were thousands of years ago. It's just, yeah, incredible. I love seeing those kinds of things. Plus, there's tons of museums and stuff that I would love to see. Just an incredible place. I would love to go yeah. there. So, uh, anywhere in Greece, I'd love to go. So it... The I, when you mentioned about the like the blue and white buildings, like and it's all like down the cliffside kind of thing, and there's just all like windy, windy, and there's just buildings everywhere. All of that stuff like blows my mind, and all the pictures I see of it look fake. Like you just like yeah. this was like Da Vinci, like the simulated placement building thing, and it bugged out, and then you've put all these buildings everywhere by mistake. But it's real, and it just it's so mind-boggling but to live there you'd just be like oh this is like normal and they would look at places like where we would see and stuff like that like i remember just to show the difference of that kind of stuff is showing a friend in the uk a picture of adelaide from our foothills Mm. and it's not very green you know it was like autumn i think ish So, you know, everything was a bit more dull and just gone through a very hot summer. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. And I'm like, excuse me, you have rolling green hills. Yeah. But it just goes to show with what you grew up with, you know. You take for Just have a different perspective on things. Yeah. And there's like that place and there's, I think there's a few in uh, South America, correct me if I'm wrong. But And every building's like a different bright colour. I know that that exists in Sorrento in, a, in Italy. It's a cliff town. Maybe that's it. But th- there are a lot of those kinds of places. But I was actually thinking of that when you were talking about like colourful kind of buildings and stuff like yeah, that. It's just... When like, the how sun fun hits, would that be? <laughs> these hills sing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> 2000 movie. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's 20 years old. Why'd you have to do that to me? Well, we found out today that Tangled is 10 years old. Well, and I, don't, I don't think it is. I think they updated that post by going, no, actually, it's seven years old. So, but I'm not sure. No, it, it is 2000. I'm pretty sure it is 2010 or 2009 because Princess and the Frog is 2009 and then Tangled came right after it. Uh, well, actually, Frozen that makes sense. Yeah, Frozen was 2013. I'm I saw sure. someone else say 2013. They be wrong. Actually, um, well, I think <laughs> I'm looking it, was at it right I now. think it was actually Chips. Shout out Chips. But yeah, I just didn't Google it because I was like 2010. 2010. Well, there you go. Yeah, because I used to do this really obnoxious thing where I would watch every Disney movie at least once in a year. So I would do the great Disney rewatch, and I would do it in <laughs> chronological order. So I always knew the order of the movies. And most of the time I knew the dates um, they came out, <laughs> but I knew they came after each other and I knew for sure Princess and the Frog was uh, 2009. So Okay, well, there, there we go. Yeah. It is 10 years old. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Ugh. 
But uh, speaking of Disney, Disney, Pixar, stuff like that, great, great movies. You know that other movie that was really popular and there was a sequel of as well, Frozen? Mm-hmm. You know, that's in the big old cold north of yeah. Europe. I'd love to go there. Me segue, too. Right? So, like, and that's not because of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's <laughs> that's because of Vikings, the TV just- show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually because of Outland. <laughs> It's actually about the last kingdom. I want to go live my spicy nana dreams, okay? Fucking hell. But no, I'd love to go up there. It just, like, uh, I think the mentality of there, and also for a bit more of an extended, I'd love to go to Iceland. Yes, um, me too. I, I would probably say Iceland more than, like, you know, uh, like Sweden, Norway, Denmark, everything like that. Yeah. I think Iceland more... Because it's so small, it's so just little town vibe to it, but also it's going to be very cold. So it's going to be very different to what we're very experiencing. Cold. But it's just, it just seems so cool. And there's like that giant geyser that's always going off. There, there's, it's just, <laughs> it just goes off. off. <laughs> <laughs> goes off, fam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's that. There's uh, like all the hot springs, just the geothermal power like they have enough geothermal power to heat water to run under the footpaths and main streets in the main city so there's no snow on the footpaths like yeah they just make that much like extra energy because you know the earth is round and full of fire in the middle uh spoiler alert <laughs> and um spoiler to earth history gosh no <laughs> more to the more to the uh flat earthers and stuff but oh. you know but, uh, you know, I don't know if they think there's fire under the earth. Yeah, yeah, I've never thought about that because what's under to them, it's a disc. What's volcanoes? We've kind of gone very off track. We have, but um, that's... <laughs> I completely agree, though. I would love to go to Scandinavian countries. Iceland has never really been on my radar. I mean, I've known about the beautiful places in Reykjavik and things like that that I would love to go see. But I think... Definitely Sweden is the top of my list of those places. And right after that's Finland, mostly because they are, they, (laughs) this is going to sound so stupid, but as someone who's come from a language and education background, Finland is the best place to be educated ever. They have the best education system and they are also incredibly intelligent in their way of teaching languages. So it's just like the kind of the hub of of Nerd. awesome. <laughs> um so <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Yeah, I would love to go there. Um so in the in the direct opposite vibe, I suppose, uh, you're wanting to go there because they're so great at teaching languages and education and they're smart and you'll just blend in. I, want, I won't blend in. I want to go there just to try and say names of things. Oh, no. And then hear you them actually saying You go to Ikea and do that. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I go to Ikea and make puns of their names. No, but, like, isn't there, like, that one place in uh, Iceland that has, like, the world's longest fucking name and it's, a, it's like, a mountain or a volcano and it's, like... Oh, no, you're talking about the Welsh thing. The Welsh thing? No, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a... There's a Welsh town that is the longest town name in the world. Okay, it's not the longest in the world I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the one that they try and say in... Have you ever seen The Secret Life of Walter Schmitty? Uh, yeah. Uh, so when he goes there and the volcano erupts on Iceland. Oh, yeah, that is Iceland. Yeah, that's where he goes. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, 
And I was like, oh. ah, <laughs> I just want to go there <laughs> and hear that name. Yeah, because I thought you meant, because there's this really famous, like a weather presenter and he says the Welsh town name. And I, I don't remember all of it, but the last syllables are go, go, go. So that's, yeah. Yeah, I and do remember like that And it's like the now. the town around the corner of this place. And yeah, so it's just a like a, a description word for the name of the town. Yeah, they were the, 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 back then. They were very descriptive with anything, wasn't it? It was just like you know, where can you find someone? Oh, yeah, you know. And that just became the word that was used. Or yeah, whatever. You know, that's why so many English surnames are boring and sound like Baker or you know Fletcher and stuff like that because you were the Baker. Wow! Shout out. <laughs> or you were the out. Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's not your name. No, but it's similar. I'm I'm not really doxing myself in saying this, but my name is a variation of a very famous surname, and the variation of it is also quite famous everywhere. But oh, I what actually a flex. No, it just means it's harder <laughs> to find me. Ha <laughs> ha. But my my grandpa was adopted. And that wasn't his family's name before anything because he was adopted when he was three. So he just got a whole new name. So we don't know what my family came from. I was just thinking about that today because someone brought it up. But <laughs> that, that put me on that thought train. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have to get one of those like uh, genealogy things. Genealogy <gasps> Should things. we do that for a podcast? I've always wanted to do it, but everyone's like, oh, they take your DNA and, you know, they can do anything with it. That's what you accept when you do it. And I'm kind of like, well, do whatever you want with me. But... <laughs> There's hey, part honestly, of me that's nervous if, about if it. they're taking our DNA and cloning us, what a compliment! Mm. <laughs> do you know? Actually, I do have the perfect heart. <laughs> wow! So they can take my DNA yeah, if they so, would like. So, just for a little bit of context, I recently got a blood pressure monitor because my blood pressure be high, yo. Yeah. And because I'm starting new medication, we're just making sure that it's not exacerbating. Exacerbating? Is that the right word? Exacerbating. That's a, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, making worse. Yeah, making sure. that making that stuff not as good. Like, and um, <laughs> it do be like that. It do be <laughs> Scooby Dooby Dooby like that. And <laughs> we we was I was like, oh, so you like, Pastor, you should check your blood pressure. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm not too sure though. And then we checked your blood pressure and it also gave your pulse. And then we looked it up <laughs> and it was. <laughs> It's like the perfect <laughs> blood pressure is this and yours was that. Yeah. And, you know, the perfect healthy, like, <laughs> resting pulse is this and that was your pulse. I've, and I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> I've never in my whole life felt more self-love. Like, I have been so self-conscious about who I am, how I look and things like that. But as soon as I saw those figures, I was like, damn, girl, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> It's just. I just have to live my own life, baby. Oh my god! It's just it. Like we turned off the voice. The the blood pressure monitor monitor can also talk. And the first time I had it on, it's oh like, hey, god. your blood pressure is high. Okay, bye. And I was like, you bitch, call me out and then leaving. I reckon if we had it on, <laughs> Bad if, we, if we had it on for you, it would be like, girl, don't change a thing. <laughs> girl, you perfect. <laughs> you perfect. <laughs> So we're two for two now? I think so. Wait, we're, oh, right. We're start? like uh, Scandinavian countries. Yeah. Right. I was like, where were we? I'm getting very distracted. Yeah. My, my brain's everywhere right now. I'm going to take us on a little journey. Uh, we're leaving Europe now because the, le- the last 
like few countries that I can think of for places I would like to go are all in Asia. Although there are definitely, I would love to go anywhere. I could be convinced to go anywhere. So definitely don't take that as a, um, I'm not interested in anywhere else in Europe. There's plenty of places I would like to go. And I could list like five or six things I'd like to do in every country. But the next place that I want to talk about is Singapore. Yes. Um, I very desperately want to go to Singapore. I've, I've always been really interested in it, but more so now than ever before. I had like a lot of friends who have gone overseas to different places to have a stop in Singapore and they'll maybe spend a day there and, you know, do a couple of touristy things. And seeing those things has made me, has made me want to go experience it. The first thing I bloody want to do there is see that merlion thing. The statue of the mermaid lion. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Merlion? Or is it Merlion? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think actually. it's Merlion. But that, it just absolutely uh, boggles my mind. It's like their, their, it's their figurehead, kind of. It's their... It's like on the... Their mascot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really know Go what to call team. it. Yeah. Go Singapore. <laughs> Woo. But the, the place that I want to go to <laughs> the most in Singapore after seeing the Merlion Bay, I want to go to the gardens by the bay. <laughs> Speaking of bay. Is that the really big... With the trees? Yes. Like the artificial tree things yes. with like vines and, and like, whatever growing and it, from them. And it's all... There's like a whole... in uh, Like... Uh, enclosed area, enclosed areas of like a rainforest yep. and everything. Yes, that that was definitely on my list as well. Hundred percent want to go there. The it forest, looks forest dome. Yeah, indoor. It has the largest, to- the largest indoor waterfall. Yeah, um, just- yeah. I desperately want to go there. It looks stunning. I've seen. I mean, I've seen photos from it like in the daytime, but uh, shout out to Crazy Rich Asians for letting me see what it looks like at nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to lie about it. A lot of the places I want to go to are in reference to movies and things like that. So I'm sorry, but also you're welcome. It was a good tourist thing that they did for these movies. That's it. Shows it works. Yeah. I pretty much just want to go to gardens in Singapore. Like, the Botanic Gardens looks absolutely stunning. There's tons of beautiful things to do and see there. And apart from that, there is the... I want to go to Universal Studios Singapore now that I know about it. Oh, yeah. 100%. I had no idea about it. I want to go to any Universal Studios anywhere. But there's, like, a lot of cool things to do in that one specifically that are, like, exclusive to Singapore, uh, including a mummy thrill ride and things like that oh my god just mummy. bloody sounds incredible brendan fraser is not there okay uh, let a girl dream <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, it's pretty much mostly exploring i have really no agenda about singapore i just know that there's a lot of beautiful things i would be very happy getting lost in that city for sure there's so many different things to see there and of course we know people that live there too so yeah it would be good to see people we know there as well but shout out my old razor fam yeah hell yeah i 100 that was next on my list as well Aww. um yes for universal studios for <laughs> for the big forest like plant thing that seems just so amazing i now really really need to see a, a merlion uh merlion <laughs> <laughs> Corleone. <laughs> um, and he's like, I really want to go see that now as well. But what blows my mind is just how big and thriving 
that place is. But Singapore is so small. So small. There's so much going on that's packed into such a small area. It's incredible. Like, I I remember... Uh, that's really, like, the story of Asia for a lot of like, yeah, cities in Asia, anyway. Definitely. Like, I remember I had... A friend was coming over here from Singapore, and he was like, Oh, I'm going to be over there for, for business. How about we, like, catch up, like, for a coffee or something like that? I was like, oh, hell yeah, you coming to Adelaide? And he goes, no, no, I'm going to Melbourne, but isn't that like the next city over for you? I'm like, yeah, you understand the next city over is an hour and a half flight. Yeah, and he's <laughs> an like, eight hour drive. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is not Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get from one side to the other in an hour. Okay? It's like it's a, <laughs> a $200 coffee trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a rude awakening for him. But yeah, it's just... It's just so crazy how much they can fit into that place. Mm. And and again, yeah, I'm so keen to just get lost and just experience everything and just, it just seems so fun. Yeah. But like, uh, so apart from that, if we're sort of floating around, you know, we're over in Asia now. Yeah. Um, which my next one is as well, Japan. Yay! I want to go to Japan because, look, I don't mean to brag, I know, like, three words in Japanese. Oh, fuck, we got an expert over here. (laughs) I took Japanese in school. So did I. (laughs) For five years. Oh, wow. Uh, Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, and I know, like, I know how to say the the colour red. The numbers. (laughs) Hello, goodbye. My name, I know how to say what my name is. Incredible stuff here. So, look, as long as something is red orange and it's related to my name and saying who my name is and a number we good fam wow so you're gonna be leading the tour if we go with my parents and my mom who is now avidly learning japanese yeah, yeah. i don't know why she doesn't ask me okay oh, okay yeah i've not heard her say the color red wow maybe, maybe she's probably she listening to this podcast going it's this it's this she's gonna be no she's gonna be sitting there going fucking right god damn it <laughs> She's going to message me. I'm going to, we're going to get a message tomorrow of just what it is. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to tell her just in case she doesn't know. Okay. But yeah, I really want to go to Japan. I think there's just so much rich culture there. Yeah. Uh, I really want to go see the old, um, I, I don't know exactly what it's called, but you know, there are certain uh, temples that you can go to and you know they're all dressed in the like the kimonos and everything like that and just the like the discipline and everything that they do with all of that stuff and i really want to go and see someone doing like japanese blacksmithing ooh because like you know a, a samurai sword like a katana and stuff like that mm. They're famous for for being very strong. Mm. So usually when you heat up a piece of metal for like smithing and you flatten it out, then you can like bend it over itself and stuff like that to strengthen it into itself. Yeah. I think the traditional way to do it is 1,000 folds. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure someone will correct me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But it would just be so interesting to see how they do it and, you know... Seeing seeing everything done in a traditional way because, yeah, Australia has tradition, but 
for some reason, you know, a lot of people want to squash what tradition is, you know, very, very old in Australia. Yeah. And seeing countries that, you know, embrace it and everything like that, it's just so mind-boggling. We're going back to the seeing buildings and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But also I really want to go to, you know, like the big, big cities like Tokyo and stuff like that and see the nightlife and everything, you know, lit up and... Yeah. And, you know, like there's the whole section where there's all the, like, the kawaii culture and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Go see all of that. Nintendo. Go to all the Nintendo stores. and Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's right up on there. Yeah. I, Japan really satisfies a lot of different things for me in terms of, like, attractions to keep me interested. Like, as far as cultural things go, there, there are tons of things that I, I would like to experience. I'm not sure what the festival is called, but there's a festival where you write down, like, a wish on a piece of paper and then you leave it inside of, like, a temple. Um, I think I've heard of this. I can't think of what it is. And I know someone's going to, like, say it to us and I'm going to feel like an idiot because I know it, but I just can't think of it. It's just happened recently. It's like colorful wishes and things like that. They put on trees and then temples and things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend and butcher the language. Tanabata. Um, is that what it is? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what I want to. I want to be part of that. But that like just happened. I think, yeah, that's autumn, an autumn festival. I'm pretty sure. Or a late summer festival. I want to do stuff like that. But then I also do really definitely want to do some of the kind of super tourist shit in Tokyo. I really want to go to, you know, the cafes and things like that, like the Sailor Moon Cafe, the the One Piece place, and then all those kind of really, like, weeb shit things to do. But also really desperately want to go to, like, Osaka and Kyoto. Osaka, because it's kind of more of a, like, small town city, it's not like a like the wildness of Tokyo. It's, like, more chilled. It's kind of like... The Melbourne to Sydney, if you know what I mean. Like, if Sydney is Tokyo, Melbourne is uh, Osaka. But I do, like, the cool thing about Osaka, for people like us who, well, for people like me, you know, I'm not an expert in Japanese like you are, Ryan. It's okay. But Osaka is really like a student uh, city because that's where a lot of students come to study Japanese from all over the world. So English is very commonly spoken there because of that. So I would really like to go there because of the ease, probably, of speaking there. Plus, there's tons of beautiful things to see. But I also really want to go to Kyoto. The, like, the forests and things like that there. I want to do yeah. those cool things. Be real touristy. Yeah. I'm sorry for who I am, but, you know, these things are available and I want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, and for some reason, I do feel like it is... I know, it can't be Osaka. What's the little island oh. part that's off Japan? The, 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 I'm tr- I've, I've got it stuck in my head. Osaka and Kyoto are part of the mainland. Yeah. Like the main, the bit that Tokyo's on. There's four uh, islands uh, to Japan? I got it. Okay, it's not that small anymore. I've looked up a map. <laughs> <laughs> it's just down more. Uh-huh. Um, Okinawa. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's one place that I'd love to go to, to see... Just because I just feel like there's a lot more... It's sort of like, you know, when you go out of, like, the main built-up touristy spots and you get more to the culture. I've heard that's what Okinawa is like. Mm. And I would just love to be able to see that and stuff, you know. Like, uh, when I went to Bali, uh, we went up north for a day trip. And as soon as you head up north and you get into, like, all the... 
it's pretty much just like you're away from all the tourist attractions you're everything like that and you just see what the culture actually is yeah and what it what it would be when they're not trying to impress a whole bunch of yeah annoying australians and stuff <laughs> and with their biltang uh, no what is it bit bintang bintang, bintang yeah. bloody fucking... singlets I the <laughs> death of me that fucking seeing bintang everywhere and asking if you want to do water sports like <laughs> God. It was, that's all it was. Do you want to do some water sports? I remember I went, and honestly, it saddens me because it just shows that, you know, how much that's sort of been pretty much fucked over and ruined part of the culture and stuff because of Australians, really. Like, yeah. we're, we're mostly to blame because it's so easy for us to get there. Yeah. But everyone will try and do anything. And you go there and, the like, I remember going into a place and I was looking at actually getting a tailored suit made. Mm-hmm. The guy was like, oh, yeah, so, you know, we can do this suit. And also, if you want to do, like, jet skiing or paragliding or anything like that, I do that too. And I'm like, you're a tailor. Like, you do literally anything to try and get, like, the money and stuff like that. And I'm just like... To be as useful as they can be to tourists. Yeah. And I'm like, it's great that, you know, we do bring money into their economy. But it's still, I'm just like... That's why I loved going up north because it was more of the culture. There was more of the shrines and it was less, I suppose, sort of dumbed down or made touristy. Yeah, like Like the shrines up there. It was actually just cool. This is, you know, this is how we're actually doing it. Yeah. And and personally, I loved that so much more. And that's why I really want to, if we're jumping back over to um, Singapore. No, actually, all the way. We're going back west. We're going back to France. Oh. I've heard great things about Nice. Yeah. That Nice is really sort of untouched by, you know, the tourist Wait, what are you... No, 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 no. Nice is literally one of the most touristy places. Nice is the south of France. Maybe I've I've done goofed that. But somewhere around there. I don't know. I just remember Nice because I was like, ha, like the biscuits. Um, Yeah, it's felt (laughs) the same way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There, there was somewhere I remember hearing, I think maybe it was just outside of Nice. I just remember Nice being said, but there was somewhere okay. that was like out there and it was, you know, a lot more untouched by like that, just trying to make it as touristy as possible. Right. And yeah, and that's why like, I'd love to do that in Japan, you know, head out and yeah, enjoy more what. of the, yeah, more of the actual culture. <laughs> yeah. The next place on my list is a hop, skip, and a jump away, is Korea. I really, really desperately want to go to South Korea. Glad you said South. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have no interest in going to North Korea at this stage. (laughs) (laughs) I've been very interested in South Korean culture for a a number of years now, and obviously that that was really fueled by an interest in the music and in the media mm. and things like that. But Having Blackpink in your area. Yeah, they're in my area. I don't need to go to them. <laughs> but in this case, I will be going to them, hopefully at some stage. <laughs> hey, if you're lucky, you'll go there twice. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the podcast and hear all the <laughs> BTS. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, let's stop. We need to stop. It's gone. To, it's getting too strong. <laughs> Day six. And then... The- no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. But Good, because as- I don't know any others. <laughs> as far as... <laughs> Let me give you a tease. Okay, I'll stop. Um- oh, my. <laughs> you can't hear it, but I'm bang, bang, banging. Oh, my. <laughs> wow, that's a big bang. <laughs> that's a big bang. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so the, the places that I really want to see in in South Korea are, are still very touristy. Yeah. Like there's there. I don't know which temple it is, but there is a, a palace or a temple in South Korea where, and I'm sure if anyone's been there, like in to South Korea, you'll know of this place because it's very famous. But it's encouraged to go there in traditional dress to like experience part of the old culture. So in, there's an entry fee usually, but if you hire a traditional dress, so like a humbok, if you're a lady, the entry is free so that you go and take photos and stuff around there. So it's kind of like a form of advertising for them <laughs> if you like dress in, in the clothes that they provide. Although now thinking about that, I was like all for that back like a few years ago when I was looking this up originally. But now I'm like, do you think they'll even have a size that fits me? Like, I'm not really an obscure size, but I'm quite large in terms of like Asian sizing. Well, maybe because if it's more like touristy, yeah, they might accommodate to more Western normality. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it just uh, like, I, I love looking at those kinds of things. Again, it's it's architecture, it's culture, those things I like to see. There's the Lottie World. Oh, I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm pretty sure it's a like a confectionery company, but it's oh. kind of like their Disneyland because they don't have a Disneyland in Korea. The closest one that they have is the Tokyo Disney and um, Disney Sea and things like that. But they have their own version, which is Lottie World. There's also a Lottie World skyscraper, which is 500 meters tall. You know, is that also uh, made of candy? No, unfortunately, it it kind of looks like you know the the Burj Khalifa in in Dubai. Yes, that's the sail. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, but if it was like a sail on both sides, it's like a right, fin kind okay. of. Right. Um, but it's nowhere near as tall. I God, don't. Imagine. Wouldn't it be great if it looked like a Twizzler or something like oh that? My God. Like red licorice stick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that's pretty close to the Seoul Tower as well, the, the Lottie World and Lottie World Tower. But yeah, there's just tons of rides and attractions and things like that. It's just like a, a fun day out. Oh, there's somewhere in Seoul. I can't think of exactly where it is, but it's like a, it's kind of like a zoo, but it's in what looks like a shopping center kind of. And it's, Ooh. it's more sea life. But there's, like, monkeys and things there. I only know about it because Monster X did a special there. <laughs> but you can, like, see these monkeys in this really massive enclosure. And I can't think of where it is. But the, it just looks like a lot of fun. And the animals look like they have plenty of room to run around in that are living there, which is always a bit of a concern with anything animal related. That's true. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I really want to go to Seoul. I really want to go to Busan. I want to go to... Just experience cool shit. I just yeah. want to take a couple of cheeky photos. Oh, cheeky couple for the gram? Yeah, for the gram, you know. Do it for the gram. I really want to, in all these places that I have mentioned, I want to go skydiving there. No, no. Because, oh my God, imagine that view. Yeah, that really would that would really be quite spectacular. You know how we were talking about how when you're on your descent, things looking like like a train set or something like that. Mm. That would really look like a train set if you were in any of these kind of places because you don't know it. Like at yeah. least in Adelaide, if you were to do it here, you know what the city of Adelaide looks like. Yeah, and <laughs> and just everything being a different color and just it ju yeah. it would just be just surreal mm. and yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, like that's, look, 
we, I say all of this, you know, I'd love to go. There's so many more places that I would love to go. Like, I'd love to go to Germany at some stage. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to go to China and do a... I desperately, yeah. Um, like a like traditional tea ceremony in China. I've, I've, I've had a friend that has gone and done that. And, you know, they just said it's just so amazing. Um, just the patience and everything that goes into it. And again, you know, it's experiencing different cultures. Yeah. But with all of that said, I I still love it here. I <laughs> I'd love to visit all these places, but I think I'm just so happy living here in Adelaide. Yeah. As well, like I wouldn't go live in these places because I just feel like that's just too different. I don't I don't know about you. I don't know. I just yeah. I want to go experience everything. Like yeah. I want to go experience. Well, not everything. But I want to go experience, you know, a lot of places and a lot of different cultures and stuff like that. But I love, I love Australia. Australia is good, and I do recommend people that you know aren't in from Australia to come here to come check it out. Yeah, because it's just for them, it would be so different. Like you know, we're we're talking about the UK or you know different parts of Asia and all that kind of stuff being so different to here. Well, then you know that works in reverse. And not everything's going to kill you here. We, that's a, you know... I don't know. We had two spiders pop up yesterday. That definitely could have. Yeah, okay. House. But, but you know, <laughs> that's only two. You uh-huh. know, they need at least three to take down a normal-sized human. <laughs> yeah, as far as, like, if I would live anywhere else, I'd probably agree with you. I, I don't know if I can see myself living anywhere else. It's... It's cheap to live here and then go and see all of those places as opposed to living somewhere that would be expensive. It's only expensive to travel to these places for us, so that's really the only Mm. expense. I feel like if I ever had the money to do so, I would love to live in, like, country town France or, like, country UK, although probably not anymore since Brexit because the real appeal of living anywhere there is... uh, easy travel between yeah. Europe so yeah, that's a bit that's a bit uh, busted bit, now bit of an oof now so yeah probably country France if that's <laughs> if that's the way to go I'd probably live in well okay so if I if I'm over the heat I'd go live in Canada because it's cold Australia apparently and then I'd I'd go live in a Scandinavian country it's so but, expensive yeah but they they like healthcare <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you pay for it <laughs> I mean we pay for it too but like yeah it's just very expensive as a tourist to live there I mean, you know, and work there, it's all relative, so it, That's it. it would work out. But, yeah, as a tourist, it's so expensive to go there. Yeah, we're yeah. going to need one of those sponsors, I think. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> someone just, you know, just reach out. But we'll go, take us across Scotland once the world opens up. Lagavulin. Yeah, Lagavulin, hit us up. Glenfiddich. Oh, my God, imagine Glenfiddich. <gasps> oh. That just yeah. is so nice. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. But that's not where, like, Jenna and Jules... No, because they're over in America. No, they're in America. But, no. oh. Do you know where they're not right now on this podcast? But, you know... But they... we could get them on. We, we could, I think. As well as, as well as Matt Mercer. You know, Matt, yeah. we will do a Dark and Stormy episode just for you. Just letting you know. Jenny and Julian will do... Literally anything. Whatever you... Dr- I don't know what they... I don't know what their favourite drink is. No, I don't know either. We'll have to ask them on the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Or probably ahead of time so we can prepare Plan it. Plan it, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll talk about that in emails. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hit us up. If you ever did want to hit us up with an email, let us know what you think of the podcast. Spirited Conversation Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, you can hit us up on our other social media, Spirited 
convo on Instagram and spirited underscore convo on Twitter. But yeah. So if you wanted to chat to us in any of those places, feel free. Otherwise, if you're listening on YouTube, you can comment on YouTube. Love to hear from you. We'd love to hear where you would like to go. You know, with if there was no COVID restrictions and you had no money to worry about, where would you go? Where would you like to see? What kinds of things would you like to experience? We'd yeah. love to add things to our lists of places to go. And go and sell us. Yeah, sell us on a location. And what movie convinced you to? <laughs> yes, tell me what movie because I will d- be double convinced. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be finished our Prohibition Month. We'll be back with a, another drink next week. Yeah, we're and free. We some, can think of anything. for some more chitty chats. Yeah, there's look, there, it, there are sort of some new ones that I've been uh, been eyeballing, and I'm like, ooh, we could do that. Yeah. It's looking pretty good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that, and we'll see you next time. Yes. Hope you have a very safe week. Bye. Bye. Bye.